2: This is a Rogue Media Network
0: podcast. Caroline, you should tell them about the newest thing that Bloody Happy Hour is doing—a Patreon. It's a Patreon. What is that? Um,
1: that means you're basically like a VIP member, and there's two different levels that you can, you know, subscribe to, and you get you get some perks. You maybe get like merch a little earlier. You get or exclusive merch. Exclusive merch. You could get um. First dibs on signing up for a live show. You get episodes with no commercials.
0: You get our video because our video is no longer available on YouTube. It is only on Patreon. And the most important to me is you get videos of our live shows. So if you are far away and you couldn't make our last live show, it will be on the website. We're going to record this future live show. It's going to be on Patreon, but also bonus episodes each month. You guys tell us all the time you want more episodes. This is a way for you to get more episodes. So you're going to get our basic Tuesday Thursdays that we always put out, right? But if you're on a Patreon, you're VIP, you're going to get more.
1: I can't wait to talk about in detail some more stories because I always have a lot of details I want to go to. I can law-splain. I might read a book.
0: <laughs> they just unsubscribed. <laughs> they, this is also going to be the exclusive place that Dirty Chat is going to go to. So if that is breaking some of your hearts, just go ahead and subscribe now. In order to hear the full content, it's going to be Patreon. Where do they go again? Patreon.com slash bloody happy hour. Don't forget to stay aware, stay alive, and always be DTF. Oh. Welcome
1: to bloody happy hour. Laying in night with all the i stay up and think of you welcome to bloody happy hour hey y'all hey y'all this Teardrop. is april
0: Teardrop. this is caroline and we are here for your bloody happy hour <laughs> yes we got some whiskey we do but we're
1: gonna get pumped up because we are not depressed we are so happy because caroline had a birthday
0: i know Happy birthday. I'm Ernie. Already... What did you do?
1: <clears throat> oh, my
0: gosh. Oh, I... tell us about your concert. Oh. My God. Before we I... get to one legend, talk about yes, your legend. Yes, let's. Now,
1: we're going to talk for about 10 minutes. So if you need to just get to the story, fast forward. But otherwise. Or
0: four and a half. It's going to be great.
1: <laughs> uh, I went and saw Tina. It's not really Tina because obviously she's died and she's gone. And I've been to her three of her concerts so it's fine but i saw the musical and we were on the second row basically the first row because the first row was like four seats and then you know the rest we were basically we were basically i i pretty much was on stage i was probably like handicap
0: row the first
1: yes yeah yes so i was basically on stage i probably danced with her i don't know
0: did it seem real formal were you allowed to like stand up and oh we
1: stood up but yeah it it, like if we started to dance, you were like the old people were
0: around you, like,
1: uh-huh. ma'am.
0: And there were you, you couldn't take out your phone.
1: Oh, I had my phone out the whole time. Oh, okay, but we could bring drinks in.
0: Could. Yeah. Oh.
1: You like yeah yeah they served drinks yeah. and we, yeah nice it was it was
0: really she fun did really good it was so fun I had such a good time did I, she look like Tina no no Mm-mm. no she just sang like her Did she dance like her no oh. I mean, she kind of did, did. She have arms and legs like her. I mean, listen, nobody. She's nothing. <laughs> I probably more like Tina than her. Okay, but like the the Selena. Yeah, looks like Selena. Yes, she got an ass yes. like Selena. She could yes. dance like Selena. Yes. Okay, but as long as the music was, it was.
1: It was so. I, you know what? Either way, if it was terrible, I'm gonna think it's great. So <laughs> I'm biased in multiple ways. Okay. But I loved it. I. My mom is a tough critic on a lot of things, uh-huh. and she liked it. Okay. So let's. So that should say a lot. That does say a lot.
0: There we go. It
1: was good. I loved it. Birthday was great. I'm doing. Uh, it's it's great. It was great.
0: Yay! Uh-huh. Cuantos años tienes? And you know, the
1: past couple, I don't know what. Okay, well I should know since Miss Lena. Yo, yo yo quiero. No, that's I want. Uh, Tango. Yo tengo. Trece Nueve. Ooh. How old am I? What is 39. I say? Yes. 39. So basically I'm already starting I'm 30, gonna start saving. 30 oh, 39. Mm-hmm. I am starting to save up now for next year because next 40. year is I don't know if we can top thirty, but Okay. I'm gonna have to try it. Okay. So, if you are my friend at that point, you'll be invited to go somewhere fun. I mean, I'm not paying for you, but payments. <laughs> actually, maybe I will have a sugar daddy by then. And
0: then <laughs> you. All right, Operation but, Find Carolina Sugar Daddy by forty.
1: Yeah. So you got a few. You got twelve months. There we go. No, well, we'll probably need to
0: do it in like six. But yeah. Um. Yeah. So good stuff. Okay. We're gonna we're drinking some Knob Creek whiskey. For Carolyn's birthday. So we're going to take a couple shots. And, you know, every time a train goes by, because we're downtown Waco, we're going to take another shot. And I don't know. Every time you butcher a name on this podcast. Oh, yes. <laughs> we need to
1: do it. We need to put. Th- <laughs> we're going to
0: I do have the some phonetics,
1: but I already. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you can't tell
0: already, what's your story about? Oh, Selena. Uh, Selena y los, y los dinos. Yes. See, you do.
1: You, know, you do. You know. It's actually Selena Quintanilla. 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 See, take a shot. Mm. <laughs> Selena Quintanilla. It
0: rhymes. And I love it. I need all of our you Mexican know, listeners you know why to be. I,
1: yeah, but you know why I love, okay, because it's like Tejano music, Uh huh. but like it always reminds me of Polka. But that's what Tejano music is. It's a mix of polka and kind what is it? Oh, I have it in the story. Okay. But it, it is. They're like, it's a mix of this, this, and this. And I was like, oh, because, you know, I'm
0: Czech and we do polka. Yeah. So I'm basically. Do you ever listen to folk music? Like your folk dance? Czech uh, music? Brave Combo. Okay. Who you always played at West Fest. I will listen to like Tejano. I mean the chicken like- dance. Or any of that, like any music that I don't know the words. Yeah, we go. Because it has (laughs) great beats and I don't know the words and I can concentrate while I'm working. I'll listen to it while I work. Yeah. Genius.
1: So let's start by, let's start by talking about what you can do for yourself before we get into this
0: listen if you if
1: you if you've heard what's happening with Yolanda Saldivar you might need better help
0: yeah or if this is going to dredge up some sad Selena memories
1: yeah you, you might, might need, need some better, some better help. help so by the way it's uh it is entirely online. It's convenient. It's flexible. It's designed to suit your schedule. You just have to fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with your licensed therapist. You can switch your therapist. If you're like, "Mm, not feeling the therapist, I want to go to somebody else. And there's no additional charge. All you have to do is go to betterhelp.com slash bloody. That's hel slash bloody. And you'll get 10% off of your
0: first month. I can see how that's extra convenient from like, for like work from home people where you just get off your computer from work and then just click on your damn therapist session. Yeah. You never have to leave. No. Or work close to home. You just go right home. Don't want to leave. Yeah. Yeah. I hmm. mean, it's. I'd probably do more sessions if I did it online. Yeah. But my lady's office is so nice. I love going in there. Yeah, She's see like some people might like,
1: Yeah, some people might need a little bit more FaceTime. But this is FaceTime, so all right. Well, I think you can choose to do face or not like you can do a FaceTime phone. Camera on or camera not. on, camera off. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
0: Okay.
1: Yep. So there you go. Um, and so in case you're new and you just started the podcast at this uh, if you fast forwarded and you're starting here, today we're talking about the murder of a singer that was a absolute superstar. Super. In the world of Tejano music and was quickly becoming a huge um, star in the United States. Oh, she was star. portrayed in a movie by <laughs> J.Lo, J-Lo! Uh, about her life and death. And then she's killed by her fan club president, who had become obsessed with her for... Uh, she was... About to be taken down for embezzling some funds. And this is where we go to Selena. Damn Selena you, Cantania. This is who we're talking about. She was amazing. I remember. She was born in April of 1971 in Lake Jackson, Texas. Mm-hmm. Do you know where that is? Near I don't. Houston? Down South? I would assume so. Yeah, look it up. She's the youngest child of Abraham and Marcella Quintanilla. Abraham yeah. was also a mus- musician.
0: Gi? Hey.
1: Quintania. N- oh, Quintania. Yeah, I Quinta. can say it. Quintanilla. See, see, I'm good with the. I'm good with that. I just need to hear it a couple of times. Uh-huh. I think I'm phonetic. I'm just like Selena. She did, did you know that she, she did, did not know. speak Spanish? <laughs> yeah. Quintanilla? is that what it is? Quintania. Quintanilla. Quintanilla. Oh, It's kind of like uh, Italian. <laughs> but not so um yep 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 Abraham daddy daddy was it's this it's kind of reminds me it's like Jackson five vibes okay do you think I don't know like daddy was like dad like yeah. got the kids together real young it was like real commanding and demanding and like mean and just like but real... didn't whoop their ass like jackson five facts <laughs> did Let's not clarify that yeah that's true i i, I vibes <laughs> just 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 some vibes just, just a little vibes. bit um and so daddy abraham was a musician and noticed that selena was so talented by the age of six Okay. And he was like, her timing, her pitch, everything was perfect. He just knew, I guess he had an ear for it. So 1981, Abraham opened up a Tex Mex restaurant called Papagayo's.
0: I would have definitely going to have to go get
1: Mexican food tonight (laughs) because it's so good. Uh, So on a regular basis, the family of Abe, which is Abraham, which is, uh, well, Selena's brother also is is abe yeah the daddy's abraham okay and then so abe's brother and suzette is the sister um and they would all three perform okay suzette she's shady bitch we do not like suzette no i'm trying to think if i liked her on the movie well i don't know about the movie but based on what i've researched i did not like her was she i will tell you she was a snitch okay so Selena was uh would obviously she would sing after, but after a year and all this, I think the amount of, um, okay. They were performing at Papa guy. I was at the restaurant, but then there was a downturn in the economy and they ended up having to like file bankruptcy and close their restaurant. So then they did not have a place to perform. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, there was like a recession. They had to close the restaurant. Um, they were also evicted from their house, hmm. so they were going through a rough time. So they packed up. They didn't go too far, and they—that's when they settled in Corpus Christi.
0: Hello, I used to live there. Mm-hmm.
1: So Abraham, Daddy Abraham, became the manager. Of this new band he formed, consisting of his kids, and he named them. What did he name them? Y dinos. Selena, Selena y los dinos. Dinos. Niños or dinos? Niños, dinos. <laughs> Selena, Salinos. Damn it. <laughs> oh, so many shots right now.
0: Ilos dinos. Yeah, y dinos. Selena, is it Selena? Y, y los Dinos. E is like and. Yeah. And then, but it's a Y. Selena. E yeah.
1: Los Dinos. Dinos. Yeah. Yeah. So this became the new family business. They played basically everywhere, anywhere that they would. They were paid. Street corners, weddings, quinceañeras, fairs, etc. Everywhere they were just playing. Anywhere they could do selena was obviously already an amazing singer and with more and more practice she became more polished and the popularity of this band grew and so they also had more scheduled performances and she started to miss a little bit of school because at this point um i think she was in eighth grade Damn. And so she started missing school. She didn't show up. She w- or when she did show up, she was always really tired. So teachers and the administrators were like noticing. And they were like calling dad, and they're like um or mom and dad, and they're like telling them, oh, well, Selena looks pretty tired, and she's like well. slacking on her work and stuff. And he- daddy's like, mind your business, mind <laughs> your business. We got Selena and, and los dinos, not Say it, Selena and the guys. Oh, so what it means? Uh-huh. Okay, and the boys. Um. And he was like, uh, he threatened them with being, or they threatened, they are like, oh, we're going to tell the Texas Board of Education. The teachers thought the conditions that Selena was being, being subjected to were inappropriate for a child of her age and all this stuff. So yes, she was eighth grade. Uh,
0: and then that's when Abe, daddy, daddy decided to uh, pull her out of school. Homeschool. Oh, yeah. So... We would have been saying some red flags. huh Yeah.
1: Yeah. She did earn earn a high school diploma by 17 at the American School of Correspondence in Chicago. Probably just an online thing. Okay, yeah. Dang, uh, is there online? Uh, and later enrolled in a business administration classes at the at Pacific Western University. Selena uh, y los niños. I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> Uh, they got to the point to where they were needing to travel more and farther away, and they were, like, becoming pretty big, right? So Daddy uh, found a raggedy old bus, fixed it up, and named it Big Bertha. Oh, I love it. And they started traveling in Big Bertha for the next few years. They were playing at shows. They sometimes uh, were... A- Barely able to afford food and gas to get to their next gig.
0: He but they were. He had a vision.
1: Were, he had a vision and he was working them, I think. That is kind of like Jackson 5. They had their van
0: and everything. Yeah.
1: So 1984, Selena recorded her first album. She wanted to make an English album, but that was vetoed by Daddy.
0: Oh, Daddy said like no.
1: No, no, ma'am. No. I say
0: no. So she sang in Spanish, but she never spoke it. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: She sang beautifully in Spanish.
1: I tell you now. She recorded a Tejano style album, which is Spanish language music with influences of polka, jazz, and country.
0: That's what I was... Polka, jazz, and country. Okay.
1: Influence. So that's what I was talking... Yes, earlier. So this type of music is very popular with the Mexicans living in the United States. It's was also pretty difficult for Selena because um, it was not necessarily the kind of music that she personally liked. Um, And second, she did not speak Spanish. Her parents were fluent, but they, I guess, were rude and they wanted to talk shit about her behind her back and they didn't teach her (laughs) Spanish.
0: I don't know. No, back then, oh. this is why my mom doesn't don't really okay, know it.
1: My I have a friend who I was talking about, and she's like, my parents are fully they're span they're like she's like I'm half Mexican. And they never tell me then, anything, and
0: especially like if your parents like can't migrated over, you wanted to hurry up and get your kids Americanized because you were judged, mm-hmm. you know, so you wanted to wanted your kids to be as Americanized as quickly as possible. So when they started school, school was already hard because there was Spanish at home, English at school, and you didn't want to slow them down by dual languages, really. And you wanted them to be more Americanized. Now now we have a generation full of... Like me and my mom and your friend and like Selena, like people who should know Spanish but don't because the parents back then didn't push it because they were like, why, right? I guess I thought I guess. So now they're we're wanting parent now we want the like kids it's an to advantage. Be dual. Yes, to be, yeah. I'm most, pissed. I'm pissed. I'm, I'm mad all the time. Yeah. So, but I was like, like, uh,
1: what? <sighs> I thought always how, what you were raised around, like if your parents are at home speaking Spanish to each other, like that's what you, you learn it by hearing it and by being around it. So did they not just, did they just not speak Spanish in front of, around you or to you?
0: They just spoke English to you? Or? Yeah, because parents are usually both. So say, um, okay, so you're at school all day long speaking English, English, English. Mm-hmm. And you and your siblings know English, English, English. English, English. And only at home, sometimes, do you need to speak Spanish. And that gets few and far between because more people in the house speak English English. than Spanish. So Spanish just gets pushed back and gets pushed back and gets pushed
1: back. Well, I would have been pissed too.
0: Instead of, like, pushing it, like, no, you're going to do it, you're going to do it, you're going to do it. They were like, well, you know, let's not... Now, and even, like, the school st- systems, they're pushing it even more. It's pretty amazing that a Spanish,
1: that, that like, a singer so popular as Selena with a Spanish-speaking um, audience or following couldn't speak conversational Spanish. Uh-huh. And I did not know that. And I've watched the movie, but it was, like, so long ago. Yeah, it didn't register. But, yeah, I, I was surprised that... She didn't.
2: And now a word from our sponsors.
1: Hey, I'm Blair. And I'm Brittany. And we're the hosts of By By the the Cover Cover Podcast. Podcast.
0: (laughs) We cover everything from mysteries, thrillers, romance, chicklet, and even some smudge. Don't forget this month. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> We're so excited to get this thing going and share this with you guys. We've been talking about this for months and it's finally, finally happening. Yes. Special shout out to Rogue Media for helping us with this. <laughs> for sure. For sure. You can find us on Instagram at bythecover underscore podcast. You can also find us on Facebook and TikTok. So don't forget to give us a follow on those two also. We are so excited to dive into some of our favorite books and share those with you. We can't
1: wait. Hope you love it. Hi, and welcome to Bustles and Bangers with your hostess, Rachel and Christopher. I love it when you say my name. And you didn't say hi.
2: I didn't. You you just kept going. I'm gonna introduce the book. I'm <laughs> not reading it. It's
1: because I don't like reading. Girls like cowboy butts, you know. And those jeans don't hide anything. Mm. Find us on Instagram at bustles and
0: bangers or on roguemedianetwork.com.
1: So uh, one of her, at, well, at first during recording sessions for the first album, she had to learn Spanish phonetically with the help of her dad. Mm-hmm. Which that's basically how I learn everything. Like, like sound it out, and yeah. you say, yeah, yeah. So. That was pretty wild. So 1987, at the Tejano Music Awards, Selena won Female Vocalist of the Year. And for the next nine consecutive years, she won that same award. But she still had trouble getting booked at venues to play because the promoters said Selena was a woman in a genre that was historically dominated by men. Men. And you know the culture. And no doubt the promoters that wouldn't hire the band or men. Like the all the people who were hiring were men, so they yeah, were, yeah, they were men hiring men,
0: and it's machismo back then. It's yeah, like Women are supposed to be in the in the house, taking care of the kids, cooking, cooking. cleaning. You yes. don't do stuff like that. No, you don't. But then 1988
1: came around. ban the band released five more albums. At the 1989 Tejano Music Awards, Selena performed. The audience included Jose Bayer, Behar, Bayer. Uh, of EMI Latin records, okay, um, and Sony Music Latin. So we have these record r- record producers who are at one of her concerts that she's performing. They both want to sign her to major major deals. Sounds pretty legit. So being the manager of the band uh, and the one that made the, the decisions, which is Daddy, he chose EMI. Despite the fact that Sony offered twice as much money to sign, EMI said they would consider letting them put out a crossover English album, which is what Selena wanted. So I was like, okay, so he's he's looking uh-huh. out for her, okay. I think. Um, so she and her brother Abe, who also helped produce the band's music, wrote and recorded several English songs for EMI executives to listen to. Um, The crossover album was then denied. Yeah. Mm. And Selena was told that she needed a bigger fan base to sell that kind of an album. Why people ain't buying your music yet, Selena. So she made another (laughs) Spanish album featuring a cover of the song sukiyaki which is a japanese take a drink take a drink (laughs) i even have the phonetics sukiyaki now i want chinese food i do too (laughs) john want chicken and broccoli (laughs) with fried rice and sauce on the side i'm gonna go get it i want some sushi i had sushi on tuesday the real sushi Mm. which is a Japanese song that also had been done in English. Okay, so apparently this song was a big song, whatever. So with the help of that song, this uh
0: Sukiyaki, it helped uh, Selena peak to number seven on the Billboard charts. I love it. Who used to do the billboards every, you just said his name earlier. Casey
1: Kasem? Casey Kaysa. Casey I used to love this Saturday. Um, I know. And he was always on say by the Bell,
0: you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, Casey Kasem. I
1: know. I didn't realize he was real. I thought he was just saved by the bell person, and then I thought figured out he was real. So she's number seven on the U.S. Billboard Regional Mexican Chart, Mexican Albums Chart. That same year, Coca-Cola wanted Selena as a spokesperson in Texas. Get a Coke. You be knowing. So uh, Brother Abe teamed up with a musician named Chris Perez. oh Chris. To Come create on in. to create the commercial jingle, Chris joined Selena los Dinos. Oh say shit! Take a Stop. drink.
0: Damn it, damn. You you <laughs> have okay. Say, say it. Say Selena and dim. <laughs> okay, Chris joined Selena and Damn. <laughs> no, Selena Ilos Dinos. Dinos. I, I know, but I say I say Selino
1: Ilos So I say it. How all. you make it, Selena? A boy, I. Because that's how my, ma- I have a speech impediment. Do we need to go back to the speech impediment? I'll I'm tell you what.
0: <laughs> Selena y los Dinos. There you need go. A- it's their fault. Okay. <laughs> a few. Oh, because uh, you're going to feminine to masculine
1: no, is what you're saying. It's, I'm not even saying that. I'm saying it's just like, you're oh, 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 oh. But now I'm you know, Selena uh, y los like it's Like yeah. it's not conducive to my mouth. That's what she said. But a few months prior, <laughs> uh, as a guitarist, so he was helped out as the guitarist, and then he was working on this jingle. And he was, but doing, he, he was, also she's had a girlfriend. He's about to be doing
0: some jingling.
1: Mm, be jingling, jingling <laughs> all the way back to San Antonio. So he had a girlfriend back home in San Antonio, but quickly fell for Selena. Oh, yes. Um. And so he tried to keep um. Wait, what? He tried to keep his distance for a while. He was like, oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a just, Uh I'm not going to, I'm not going to follow your location. I'm not going to text you all the time. I'm not going to be in your DMs. I'm not going to be in your DMs. I'm going to not think about you at all. But he could not resist. It was magnetic force. And he, he was like, this is not
0: helping. And he was behind her all the time. And she, mm, she had that, that ass. Yep. Yeah, it was ass ass. ass.
1: ass, 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 So he tried to keep his distance, but he found it was not helping. Um, at a Pizza Hut one night, Selena and Chris yeah, sat and she
0: loved talked. pizza. I remember. Damn it!
1: Now we're we eating pizza. Like, what are we eating? Uh, are we
0: eating Mexican food? Are we Chinese food?
1: Are we eating pizza? Like, what I'm are we at eating? pizza now. It's pizza. I've, I'm stuck. I'm stuck on chicken and broccoli. So, just saying. Um, but it wasn't helping. In the pizza was just they couldn't get their fill, and so they told each other how they felt, and they were like we going to do it. We're going to make a we're going to go. We're going to have a relationship, mm, mm, mm. but it's got to be secret. Oh yeah, cuz daddy cuz daddy was not having it. No. Daddy's like, "No, ma'am." So in 1990, Selena's next album was released. It was another big success. Um still Spanish songs on this one. It was around this time that a fan of Selena's approached Daddy Abraham. Asking to start a fan club. Oh, what's her name? Her name is Holanda.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Holanda.
1: Her name is Yolanda Saldivar, but I'm going to refer to her as Holanda.
0: I bet there has not been a... Hispanic person named their kid Yolanda since they better this. not <laughs> and and speaking
1: of Holanda is at the time she's a regist- registered nurse from San Antonio daddy Abraham is thinking it would it would generate more exposure for the band and we're like okay well you're this big fan like like yeah let's start this fan club and Yolanda Holanda quickly like wiggled her little Oh,
0: was she a number one Short little fat ass
1: up in here in the family and become close with Selena. Oh. (laughs) Selena trusted her and named her acting president of the fan club. So in 1992, Suzette, Selena's sister, Snake, as I like to call her, Snake Suzette, saw her and Chris, Uh who she was having pizza with, so she saw them
0: flirting. Yeah. And she immediately snitched to Daddy. Rummy yeah, cause she, listen, <clears throat> Selena has been the favorite and she needs a way, the golden child, she needs a way to maybe get Selena on the shit list for a little bit. You you know what this is like. No, I don't have a clue what you're talking about. <laughs> so of course daddy was upset, like they knew
1: or like snitch whatever her name is the snitch predicted she knew she knew it was gonna piss him off so daddy kicked chris off the bus told him whatever they had was over and was like this like the relationship was approved by mama mama said it was okay daddy was like no you're kicked off the van you're kicked off the bus bye get out of here suzette you're number one no Abraham called Chris a cancer to the family and fired him. Oh, that's over. But guess what? They continue their relationship in secret because that's what you do.
0: Yes. Makes you want each other more.
1: Knowing that Abraham, Daddy, did not approve of the relationship. And they decided, we're going to elope. Oh, yeah. But within hours
0: of the elopation... (laughs)
1: <laughs> on <laughs> <The> april 2nd <laughs> listen
0: i no, april's it, a bit because she was born in april i know Did she get married in april you.
1: and it is a low patient okay <laughs> if you don't know what that means google it and tell me what it means because i don't either um and it was april 2nd 1992 the media found out and announced it and daddy abraham was livid. Oh, no. He was not happy, and he alienated himself for a while. He was like, I can't deal with this. I'm going to go. And I guess he just hid, like, in a cave or something. Chris and Selena ended up moving into an apartment in Corpus Christi together and her father eventually came around so Abraham was pissed he was like not having it and then finally he was like I gotta stop digging my heels in because my daughter's the one making the money and bringing the shit in so yeah. you gotta figure it out fuck around and find out F-A-F-O Abraham
0: come on he then apologized and welcomed Chris back into the band he's probably like take some of his birth control cause I don't need you getting pregnant cause I don't need you to mess up that nice ass no they gotta have like 10 kids not while you're a singer. No, no. I don't S- need you to look like your sister Suzette. Oh, Suzette <laughs> must be, she
1: must look like a Ola- Holanda up in here. <laughs> she did. She did. I don't even care. Oh, battery saver's on. Better better get to step <laughs> So Selena's next album was out. It was critically acclaimed as her breakthrough album. She gained more success, notoriety, all the things, more awards. And then in 1994, she started a clothing line and opened boutiques to sell, all the stuff she designed. Holanda was the fan club president. So she was the one put in charge of the boutiques, and they were so impressed. Basically, they put her in charge of that because she was so impressive on how she ran this fan club.
0: Here's the red flag, um, Abraham. You've got your family is... And all he everything, hates everybody, and any other outsider, he can't stand. Yes, so but then all of a sudden, you're just going to take this stranger. You know, maybe she's like that BJ, was a nurse. A Bj, she's
1: Bj him. She's definitely giving. She
0: was a nurse. She's not even like in 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 media or random ass
1: marketing. Random ass Holanda. 1995, Selena became an absolute star. She has huge success. Big enough so to where she started to begin on her English crossover album. But with Holanda at the helm, the boutiques started to slip, and they were like, Well, this doesn't make sense because, like, you're at your most popular state. Your boutiques, you should be like banking, you should be like selling shit, making stuff. You're as popular as ever. And so they're like, What is happening? And so they're like, Let's look into this. Let's look into Holanda. Yeah. And so they saw that Holanda had fired a bunch of the staff. And she was just like, if she didn't like somebody for no reason at all, she was like, mm, you're fired. You're fired. You're fired. Oh,
0: Taking her power
1: to the head. Yes. And then they were let like, go. So the staff that still remained, they were like, we cannot stand her. We do not like her. They started to talk to tell Selena about it. But Selena was so trusting and she had such a good heart. And she was just like... Oh, she's just she's doing her best, you know. And I mean I relate to Selena because you know, I always like to give people the benefit of the doubt, even though I talk mm-hmm. shit, but I really am <laughs> I, I really don't stand my ground. Um but she was like, No, she has my best interests, like it's fine, and she dismissed all the complaints. Well, then they got fed up with it, employees did, and they're like, no, we're going to daddy. So they went to daddy, and they're like, listen, Yolanda's acting like this, this, and this, and we know that you typically think that nobody can be trusted outside of the family, so look into this whole and what she's doing. And so he believed them, he believed the other employees, and so... Um. What they also told him was very disturbing was that Holanda had become very obsessed, creepy, creepily obsessed with Selena, like beyond. So about that time, he started to hear about phone club phone calls where fan club members had to pay a fee, but nobody ever was returning like there was nothing in there was nothing in return like they were paying for stuff they were not getting anything in return oh. so they were paying a fee for this paying a fee for this maybe if it's like they're signing up for some special thing and they didn't get what they paid for
0: yeah I'm, yeah. I'm supposed to get a t-shirt each month but I never yes. get my t-shirt yes so t-shirt Abraham club. discovered that Holanda had
1: embezzled more than dollars $30,000 from the fan club and the boutique. So March 9th, 1995, Abraham got Suzette, the snitch, and they went and they had a meeting with Holanda. Um, and they confronted her about the missing money and told her that if she did not provide evidence about where this money went, that she was going to, they were going to get the police involved and she would also be fired. So he told her that uh, her obsession was not allowed. She was no longer allowed contact with Selena. Okay, and oh. that did not go out. Well. No, and also Selena didn't want that because she didn't. I, I she didn't think it that was like her grandma. Yeah, she still kind of thought that Yolanda Holanda was a key. To the future success of her boutiques.
0: No, she took $30,000
1: from you. I know. I know. Abraham, I I think she needed to see the receipts. So Selena wanted the receipts. No. Yeah. She was like, I need to know. I need, okay. She Because, you know, she can't trust her dad. She can't trust you. Hold on. You know, whenever. You can trust
0: your daddy. You can trust your daddy. Well, maybe
1: she, I don't know. I, I just think maybe she, at that point she didn't. Or well, at least she didn't trust the snitch didn't, snitch, bitch sister, <laughs> that's for sure. Poor Suzette. Poor Suzette. Give me a break. So Abraham, daddy was I like. I
0: think this is displaced anger. <laughs> Abraham still <laughs> insisted on seeing evidence
1: of the money of the bank statements. Yolanda delayed and delayed and delayed before claiming that she was beaten up. And raped while in Mexico on March thirty first, nineteen ninety five. What year was this? I don't even know. I tried to tell you, and then I don't know. <laughs> the, yeah, 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 yeah. It was. It was nineteen ninety five. So she. So on March ninth. Okay. And so then this was on March thirty first. She got raped and she got beaten up in Mexico.
0: Oh, so she couldn't. They also took the receipts when they raped her. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, who's going to bend that over? <laughs> a dirt a no a, a blind they're not even donkey doing i don't know a blind they're not even naked doing mole rat i
1: don't know so tammy better uh, <laughs> no I, I, we're gonna get there we're getting there so selena was like you know what i'm gonna take this and i'm gonna do it i'm gonna go meet holanda and i'm gonna meet her in her her hotel room and the day's in Or motel, whatever. That's a motel. So motel room, Corpus Christi. So Selena demanded, she was like, Yolanda, I need to see this financial paperwork. (gasps) Uh, I, mm-hmm, yep. And she, she was like, Okay, I need to see this paperwork. Give it to me. I need to see it. I need you to just, like, be straight up with me and come come with the receipts. Come with the receipts. And, um... So she, Yolanda grabs into her bag, but she didn't pull out paperwork. No. Bitch pulled out a pistol. And what? From her purse. She pointed it at Selena. Selena tried to run, but Holanda fired a shot that hit Selena in the lower right shoulder, severing an artery, gushing blood. Selena continued to escape, and the trail of blood coming from Selena was nearly 400 feet long before she made it into the motel lobby where she named the person who shot her and the room number and then collapsed on the floor. Yolanda was still chasing her, was yelling obscenities at her. Yolanda then got into her truck and attempted to leave but was spotted by responding officers and then had a nine and a half hour standoff oh. inside her truck where she
0: tried to threaten, Yes. Wait, is this what? Are we, we're in 95. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I remember.
1: Y'all, does this bring it's back me. every memory of your life?
0: And I hate that I'm picturing the actress who played Yolanda Saldivar in the movie instead of actually Yolanda oh, Saldivar. See, I, I know, and I can't remember. But she killed the role. The whole movie. It, Everybody no killed in, the role. No pun intended. <laughs> nope. No pun Take intended. Take a drink for the pun that was
1: not intended but happened.
0: They all killed it. Oh, so
1: man. I you know what? I didn't realize cuz I I think what Okay, if this came out in 95 or wait, when did the movie come out? Google it. I it ha- it all happened Okay, if it all happened in 95, then it had to come out.
0: But that's when she really blew up. Because that was well, I was she in high blew school. Up. And we were I think she might
1: have blown up after death. Yeah. Yes,
0: that's what um yeah, yeah.
1: Post post mortem. Posthumus. Post humus, post Posthumus. Post it's posthumous. Oh. Okay. Don't maybe yell about it. I'll tell you. Posthumous. <sighs> I did not realize that she was able the movie to- came out in ninety-seven. Okay. So I was twelve. And I know I watched it, but it's still, you don't, you don't comprehend. Like watching it now and watching it then is way obviously different. Do you never repeat movies? Well, I didn't think about is going back sober? and watching it. Fuck, some. <laughs> that was a weird shit. I'm going to go watch it tonight, okay? Where can I watch it? Look that up. Okay, nine and a half hours. So this bitch done sat in her trunk for nine and a half hours with a gun you know she got hungry. She had to have chips in that car because she (laughs) was definitely not on Ozempic. She was not on the O. She eventually surrendered. And then at the hospital, there were attempts to save Selena's life, but they were unsuccessful and her fans were dead devastated as was I and uh, as were we. So her death was compared to the likes of John Lennon, Elvis Presley, JFK, because of the amount of pouring in of the fans and the, it, the, the funeral drew like 60,000 people. Like it was just huge. The amount of people that wanted to pay their respects. Like I,
0: I mean, yeah, I, you can't go to the flea market right now, today, and not see somebody with a Selena shirt on, I, or see I think them I'm selling them, or have to, to get the mall a on a Sunday. <laughs> I didn't even know we still had them all. but if
1: we, I'm telling you, I think I need a Selena shirt. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna have to get one. I should have wore one for this episode. I should have prepared.
0: You should have made us prepare. I know, but you know what? We
1: always have next like week. A so he. Um, Uh Oh, oh, a few days after the funeral, this is just random fact, Howard Stern and the stuff that he did. I guess this was big news on his radio show. He mocked the mourners and the fans. Uh, He
0: mocked everybody. Okay,
1: but he said that Spanish people have the worst taste in music. He played Selena's songs with gunshots in the background and then later apologized but not before a disorderly arrest warrant was issued for him yes but what a dick what
0: you're really going to listen gonna... howard stern i mean
1: he, he should have been day.
0: canceled a trillion times well back, back but then, then we were thick skull. there was no
1: canceling yeah we yeah. had we had skin but actually in. you could actually hear something and get over it and you weren't punished for any word you said or yeah uh,
0: and, and there's nothing funny about ter- that like, that's, yeah that's shitty to do but some of the stuff you could find like the humor in it like what yeah, like, he would say he would bring like maybe this was the beginning of cancel culture no that was rightly so he needed to shut that down yeah that was but, so shitty that was but shitty.
1: on the other hand the uh governor of texas at the time which was george bush george w bush declared that Selina- Who's the governor yeah i remember it because i fit well i don't remember but i That's i why did I go lived here i well yeah because i saw whenever i won the world series softball world series we get to go visit him in the governor's whatever mansion. in crawford no like at the actual wherever they have in austin
0: i guess oh okay
1: but, anyways, um, he declared that Selena's birthday, April twelfth, was Selena Day in Texas, <gasps> saying that Selena represented the essence of South Texas culture. I she think it should does. have been all of Texas culture. And then in nineteen, in October nineteen ninety five, so not too long after. I mean, that didn't take long for them because she's pleaded guilty. I guess uh, a Houston jury convicted holanda saldivar a first degree murder and sentenced her to life in prison eligible for parole (gasps) in 2025 oh my god bitch ain't gonna get out though because you know you always get typically on your first parole based on a a, a lawyer friend i talked to
0: that's why all the mexicans are coming to texas in case she can't that is it! That's
1: why they're busting the pinata. P O S <laughs> T H U M O U S. What does it mean though? H-U-M-O-U-S. How do you say that? Humus. H- humus. It's it's your after death record. Like it's it's like after death, you are making more money than you did oh, during yeah. life, right? Okay. So why don't her, they say post mortem? Like when I it's just Huh. Okay. New word. So, well, it. I, I mean, it's actually not to a new us, word. To us, no. I. I. I've actually. To heard, me. To you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's clarify that. <laughs> Her album "Dreaming of You," which came out in 1995, debuted atop the Billboard 200, making Selena the first Latin artist uh, to accomplish this. And then in 1997, Warner Brothers released Selena, the film about. Her life and career, which obviously started J-Lo as Selena. And um, basically, she kind of rocked it after death. And
0: gosh,
1: Robert, Roberta Laundrie faced possible arrest. (gasps) Oh, gosh, we have more breaking (laughs) news. Okay. Anyways, (laughs) let's play. Let me play you. Okay. She's up for parole 2025. But what... The reason that this case has been brought to my attention right now is because it just came out that there is going to be a docuseries that is coming out on February 17th, which I don't know what day even anything happens. That is Saturday. Okay, so you'll hear this. So it'll come out. It'll be out by the time you hear this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this bitch is over here in prison doing, coming out with her side of the story because there's other things that we don't know and i'm just gonna play you a little bit of a little bit of something something so here you go
3: on peacock
1: i just can't imagine she's unbelievably like unbelievably
3: tragic news today it's selena is dead police say she was gunned down in a texas motel by a fan yolanda salvivar an artist killed by their band club president this is like come on this doesn't happen Family members say Saldivar was embezzling money from the fan club, and that Selena was shot while trying to fire the woman. Yolanda Saldivar killed Selena intentionally and knowingly.
2: What the public's been told isn't exactly what happened in reality.
1: All these years, Yolanda saying the same thing. I didn't mean to do it, was an accident.
3: Is there more to the story than I know? Hell yes! As long as the person at the center of all this, I mean, she's still around. You got anything to say?
2: After so many years, I think it's time to set the story straight. My family gathered the evidence, showed different versions of what was going on.
0: This is not
3: a simple case of murder. During the trial, I started hearing Selena's got a secret.
0: Yolanda, it's you, Selena. Can you give me a call?
2: I was scared. I was frightened. She's just a person you can't believe. I knew her secrets. And I think that people deserve to to know the truth.
0: Oh, Selena and Yolanda, the
2: secrets between I them. I cannot the
0: even, What do we think it's even going to be? Is she going to say, like, so- Selena had a drug problem and, like, no, that's where the money went? Is she going to say blame something on dad? No.
1: I, 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 I watched a freaking other interview from, like, back in the day, like, crinkledy, like, looking interview. And she was blaming it on some guy. Like, she was just like, oh, let me find it. Push, pause, and let me find it because it was... And not only to them, but to me.
3: But they want to know why you killed her.
2: I won't discuss that. Why not? Because the truth is not out. So tell it. Not in the court law.
3: You've had your day in court. Why didn't you tell it then?
2: I was not given an opportunity to defend myself. I was represented, which is different.
3: Yolanda, at that time, your life depended on it. If there is this information that if it doesn't exonerate you, at least gives context as to why Selena Quintanilla is dead, why would you not have demanded that that be presented in court to spare your life?
2: If I knew then what I know now, you can rest assured that my trial wouldn't have gone the way it is, that it was. I can assure you that.
3: During the course of a two-hour interview, Yolanda was continually evasive, bolstering the public image that she's clever, cunning, and manipulative. While her conviction is on appeal, Yolanda's reluctance to answer certain questions is understandable. But then as the interview continues, she jumps at an opportunity to supposedly tell all. This is a letter that your family has said you received here in prison. Is it? Mm Mm-hmm. Behind the music was given two letters by the Saldivar family prior to this interview. They are allegedly from a man named Lorenzo Salinas, who Yolanda says she and Selena met while doing business in Mexico in early 95. The Texas Department of Corrections confirms the letters were mailed from outside the prison, but during an exhaustive seven-month investigation, behind the music was unable to find Lorenzo Salinas or confirm his existence.
2: He tells me exactly what I've been saying all along. Which is what? That he feels his conscience is killing him because he knows the truth and he knows that he feels that, or he thinks that I have things that will eventually say it all. What? Do you?
3: uh, Huh? Yes. Yolanda claims that two weeks prior to the murder, she discovered videotapes damaging to Selena's career and that she had a diary of Selena's that corroborated information on the tapes. In his purported letter, Lorenzo Salinas claims he was hired to beat up Yolanda to retrieve the tapes and diary as part of a plot to extort Selena. Yolanda claims she was attacked but managed to get away. You know where those tapes are now? Exactly. You know where that diary is now? I know where they're at. Yolanda contends they remain where she stashed them in a safe deposit box in Monterey, Mexico. Why is that information significant to the death of Selena Quintanilla?
2: Because that is many of the things that we discussed that day. What? It was not about the investment. It was not about no obsessed fan or being fired. Because
1: that's about the many things that we obsessed <laughs> talked that day. What, bitch? What are you
0: even saying? Are you even speaking? Oh, my goodness.
1: I don't know what she just said, but it made zero. There was nothing. No. Nope. Word salad. So what is she trying to say? And that? Yeah. Like, who is this guy that she's talking about? And what is this guy? like? He, what did-
0: she made him up. <laughs> And, and, and listen, if there was evidence, you shot her in the back, listen, if there was evidence in a safety deposit box in a bank in Mexico, that bank would have been burnt down that day because somebody would have got to that. Like behind Selena, please. Yes. Behind Selena. Lord. They're gonna knock Mexicans are gonna knock down some doors behind Selena y los dinos. It's gonna be bad, (laughs) but listen, I can't wait now. I I know, I know. This is a perfect time. Oh, yeah, perfect time to do it because now we can get the refresher of the story and then hear what Yolanda's asked. Holanda's got to say. So, this is what's funny is
1: that I'm assuming they're all in this little prison together. Yolanda, Caitlin, <laughs> Tammy. Tammy's about to join them. Darlene, Rudier, or whoever. Uh, yeah. Is that the right name? I always get her and the other one confused. Darlie. Yeah. And uh, and
0: Darlene. Gentry from Gentry. Here. That's yeah. the
1: one I get confused with those two. Yeah. But, um, gosh, I just need to be on somebody's list to I go mean, visit. I think we need to do that. Like we've we've been to trials. We're over. <laughs> I'm over going to trial. <laughs> it's time to go to prison. <laughs> but okay, so that's wild, and that's the story of Selena Keaton.
0: I love it. It made me sad all I over know, again. I know. I do
1: need to go watch the movie again and get yeah. a refresher. So it was a great story. Perfect like, timing.
0: I know. Perfect I always timing. like to do what's relevant. Yeah. <laughs> What's happening right now in the news. I know. So there you go. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Everybody go and go to Spotify or however you listen to your music and go listen to some Selena music. Do it. I know that... um, you can still go to her like memorial. She's got a whole memorial in Corpus Christi Aww. in there. But I wonder if that Days In is still there, like where she actually got shot. <gasps> if you're a Corpus Christi listener, tell us or send us a picture yeah. of the Days In. Is it still there? And then send us her memorial. My I had a good friend that would go every time she went and visited. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, bitty, bitty 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 bum bum. Bitty bitty, bitty bum
1: bum. Oh, do we need to end on "Bitty Bitty Bum Bum? If we can. Is that allowed? Como
0: la Say the ending as it's going out. Hey. That is it. We'll see you all next time. Don't forget to... Stay aware. Stay alive. And always... PGTF. You don't hire strangers to be a fan club member, especially if they were a nurse. If there was your red flag.
1: And if they have real, real, real skinny, spread apart. <laughs> not acceptable. <laughs> especially if they're drawn on with Sharpie. <laughs> Bye! <laughs>